Can you hear, 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 and now back, 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 back. <laughs> check, check, check. One, 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 check, check. Still, still good. Good God. I just want to make fingers working. We're going to have such a ass up here. Break a break of one, two, we can really make you out. Over? <laughs> I don't know why I'm using this thing. It just makes me feel better. Ooh, peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> My breakfast and my lunch. I hate standing on the table. Are we all in? Yeah. Yes. Is nice and intimate here. <laughs> this is up close and unplugged. <laughs> now that we're all in the room, I think we can close the portals and pump in the interesting gas. <laughs> Soon you will begin to feel a tingling in your fingertips and your extremities. Then, <laughs> all of your childhood worries and problems will be gone, along with most of your personality. Oh, look who decides to show up! <laughs> Miss, where were you at five o'clock? <laughs> you don't call, you don't write. Your mother and I, we worry. <laughs> well, hi, everybody! Hi. hi! Hi, my name's Scott, and I'm a... <laughs> Scott, do you want to make a voice actor happy in the studio if like we're taking a little break? A smart engineer just like cranks on the verb and everything's like <laughs> <laughs> they take it away and everything is empty. That's awesome. <laughs> Just saying, where's your chain? That's the girlier version of the show, Marie. Bear with me while I struggle for oxygen in your thin, close to outer space. <laughs> I was trying to sing earlier, and it was like, can I sing? <laughs> There's no way I need like an auxiliary lung. Like a to my ADOS world. What? <laughs> Who's Shiny Squirrel? Movie what? <laughs> Where? Oh, come on in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm late. Yeah, whatever. Everybody turn and stare. I'm so glad you're back. Just <laughs> turn and stare. What's your name? My name's Erin. Erin, hi. Hi. Everyone say hi, Erin. Hi, Erin. Hi, everybody. Erin <laughs> says hi. <laughs> Erin says like that. I'm gonna try to get some slack on this thing. Or I can just throw it away. And just blow them away with the majesty of my voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. My body developed theatrical technique. Yes. From my days as a young man in theater school. <laughs> when I studied my Ibsen, my Shakespeare, my Molière. <coughs> and now I make tiny blocks of crime fighting wasabi talk. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, my acting teacher's gone. What do we do? 
He makes how much? <laughs> Why have we done something right? <laughs> Certainly I'm the great success story. Um, did I do hi already? Yes. 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 Yeah, because I'm in Denver. Hi. Very <laughs> hi. I can see music right now. <laughs> I can hear the color orange. What? Okay, it's got the orange. Green <laughs> tastes like nine. <laughs> I swear to you, Sharpie fumes will mess you up after a while. And I'm not making that up. I've got 14 hour signings that just been like, you're just traveling time. It's oh, come on in. Yes, welcome everybody in. Late cameras will not be admitted to the show. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the ride at all times. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have the captain and myself. I'd like to have you join us today. Uh, as we approach our final descent into Denver, before that there is no oxygen left in. <laughs> and I've been here before. I know what it's like. Totally. It's still said. Okay, is everyone in now? Are we all comfortable? <laughs> are we all? Are you with Aaron by any chance? <laughs> Just checking. Just saying. Just super stuff. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> I love to pick up this setup. So, if y'all have questions, you just come up on this microphone and deliver the question, and then I'll stand here and answer. <laughs> you have a very strong voice. I don't know why I grabbed this thing in my hat. Um, so, hi, I did that part already. <laughs> For the latecomers, uh, my name is Scott McNeil. I am, in fact, a voice actor. <laughs> 28 years before the microphone, now Danny Boy. Back in my day, we didn't have no fancy microphones. You held up the tape and you yelled at That's right, tape. That just suddenly occurred to me. It's like, dude, you used to record on a quarter-inch tape, man. <laughs> Starting with the new adventures on He-Man. <laughs> Slim save. Beastman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beastman, Ramman, Stratos, Clawful, Cobracon, and Merman. Back in the day, <laughs> I've done two different versions. There was the new adventures of He-Man, and there was the Masters of the Universe back in that three. They only work if you hold them up to your face, by the way. <laughs> teaching college now. You all know that there is uh, <laughs> That's known as a Doppler effect, by the way. When you fall past the camera. You know your Dopplers. So, uh, so, yeah, that's what I do. I do cartoons and stuff. And I get to do for a living what I used to get kicked out of school for. <laughs> Go figure. Now, when's he ever gonna pay money to hear those silly little voices, ears, Victor? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I got kicked out of ski theater school. For being too weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Weirdness is a blessing. I get to take the voices from the inside and put them on the outside. Because <laughs> if I didn't spend my days in small padded rooms screaming. <laughs> 
voices like primary colors because <laughs> I keep going you know what that's in the same placement and I've got one of them isolated I'm working on the other two and as soon as I do that I write the book and it's a simple system <laughs> one two three because there's only three primary colors man but I tell you what you can make any hue in the rainbow <laughs> including builders beige <laughs> I'm just saying just <laughs> thrown out. <laughs> Still drifting in. Just wandering back on. I'm just looking for a place to crash, man. Just sitting in the back of the room somewhere. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, just stick on the pillar. It'll be awesome. <laughs> there are no rules. There's an autograph setting with you. You only have one vent sign. You cannot hug the guests. You cannot make eye contact with the guests. For God's sake, do not beat the guests. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, it's uh, like saying well, I'll sign anything in the world but Death Note and Harry Men. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it can't be a shave. Is that no? No loopholes. So I've done, you guys generally know way more about what I've done than I ever do. I had somebody sign, bring me something to sign today. I was like, I wasn't in that, I guess you were. <laughs> <laughs> These are the credits. That's your dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I've done probably, I mean, it says 12, but probably closer to 13, maybe 14,000 episodes of various cartoons over the years. Some of which most people know, a lot of which people don't know. And sometimes you do Japanese animation. Occasionally. <laughs> Canada's a lot too. Yes, we don't do it. Actually, you know what? I just booked a series. I just got the call away this morning. Or no, yesterday. And we have I haven't done anime in years. And so I'm doing anything on Tobots. Yes. I've said too much. You actually know what that is? You lie. Dig <laughs> <laughs> this. It's about giant mech robots. Yeah, that's how long I've been doing it. 
Then I was Chief Thunder Holmes, and now I'm Flam of the Flamboyant Flint yes. Brothers. Step into the modern world and put super speedy side of squeezy 6,000 to the test. <laughs> you know how hard it was to say super speedy of squeezy 6,000 in the studio? Okay. No forewarning. <laughs> oh, about a million. <laughs> Neither Sam or I could do it. We were both hopeless. It was professional voice acting at its finest. <laughs> That pony, by the way. Thank you. Well, Flam was a good looking one. <laughs> we just did another episode, like just yep. the week before I came down. Just the week before I came down. You don't even know about that one yet. Because you know shit, don't you? <laughs> Eric's one of those people. <laughs> people. That's called people on a microphone. That's what happens when you're inexperienced and you've never used this particular process before. It's <laughs> getting those people there, Scott. Well, no, trust me, I'm a professional. Done this for years, goddammit. <laughs> I don't pop my peas. <laughs> that stuff makes engineers go insane. <laughs> Truly insane. I haven't been here in 13 years. Oh, man. Are you agreeing? No, no. Oh. Actually, uh, I, there's actually, I have a question about that, actually. Should I, what do I go? Oh, no, I was totally kidding about that. <laughs> <laughs> you must project. Fill the room with the majesty of your voice. Very well. Now, the, once again, welcome back to Colorado. Thank you very kindly. And I, I believe there's a rumor going around that the reason for your absence was because a convent, an attendee had licked you or something like that. And I, don't, I don't know if that happened here. That was, that was what they told us. Really? Because I tell the licking story all the time, and I always assume it was somewhere down in the south. Because of the teeth. But no, I would never not come back to a place for that. The only reason I ever come back here was I just didn't get invited for a long time. And also, I don't do very many conventions. Generally, I do like one, maybe two a year. This last couple of years, much to my agent's loathing and chagrin, I've decided and then, yeah, when Amanda, they came down, I ran into them in Tampa, Florida, and they got, yeah, we'd love to have you back to NDK. I'm like, are you kidding? I thought you hated me! <laughs> that mask is staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people without faces. Because <laughs> when somebody comes up to you, your brain is processing images and signals all the time about body language and posture, saying what this person's intent is. The synapses in my brain that want to tell me what your face is saying can't do anything. <laughs> so I don't know whether it's gonna be like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be. <laughs> they don't blink, they're just weird. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> If you don't let it out, it turns into cancer. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's no efficacy to the rumor that I refuse to come to NDK because somebody licked me here. Not on that one. Frankly, for most of the time, I like it when people lick me. 
<laughs> Do not say that to this Most room. of the time. As long as dental hygiene is more than a guideline. <laughs> that was what made the scary thing is now I'm going, oh, what if that person's here? It's <laughs> like, yeah, thank you. This is awful. But thank you for telling that story at every convention. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a mask and sitting in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> So, as usual, I have nothing prepared, because we mentioned the Chinese part, right? So if you all have questions, hopefully I will have answers for you, otherwise we will just stare uncomfortably at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of my eyes is looking at you. It's true. This is my, like, if I'm doing crazy on camera stuff, you're like, dude, one of your eyes drifts off on its own accord. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird, especially on camera. It was freaky, let me tell you. Oh, lordy, cameras. Yes, oh, lordy. You want a crazy on camera? Show them all the whites of your eyes. <laughs> Doesn't look too weird in real life, but on camera, it's like, <laughs> So if you have questions, please have questions. <laughs> you close your eyes, they're gonna have questions. They're gonna do it, they're gonna have questions. I believe that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, I remember the goddamn name. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> it's this rarefied atmosphere. I think it's actually good for the brain. So that's oversaturation of oxygen. <laughs> Dear Scott McNeil, yes. you grace us with your presence, and you have the greatest honor among us. We thank you for coming back. But my question is this, and I must use my normal voice. I was gonna say, you got something wrong with your throat, sir. I did know something wrong, yes. Uh, a vermin problem. I must tend to these things I do understand. Yes. Now, I must ask you, um, there was a rumor going around that there's gonna be a DBZ Kai in Canada. If, there, if it's true, will you please reply to Piccolo and Jace and do it justice? Yes. You know what? I'll tell you this, kid. It ain't easy being green. <laughs> we did, in fact, do Kai, which was very exciting because I'm going like, dude, I haven't stepped into those big green sheets for forever. And I was Piccolo J. Stavora, Corona, Majin Buu, Kai South, Kai Doctor, Brief, Android 16, I think. Jeez. Yes. A million other characters. And my favorite one, Farmer in Field. It's <laughs> <laughs> a farmer. There's an actual trading card. I've signed it. <laughs> And I thought, this is going to be great, because, you know, now I know what the show's about, because we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, for 10 years. <laughs> and, you know, my voice was all blown apart. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to sound great. And I went, hey, people will think that's kind of cool with the original cast. Did you come? Yes. Without all the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the new producers, and I hate to poo-poo this, because I was really excited about it. They decided little things like, um, we think it should be pronounced Namak. No. And I'm going, you can't do that. Wait, did you have to argue that? Oh, no, I argued like a crazy person. <laughs> they just went, no, we think it's him, no, we think the proper pronunciation should be said. This is not exactly like it's an up-and-coming property. <laughs> this is probably the most well-established anime property in the world. Did the other actors try to... Oh, yeah. Mind you, they didn't have to say no as much as I did. <laughs> and I'm just going, it's, please believe me, just please, 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 please
<laughs> they were like, no, 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 and they would not be fudged. So I'm like, you know what? He's gonna come out. People are gonna go, oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm shooting their business in the club, but they were dumb. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Dodge indeed. What's your favorite car piccolo? Dodge. <laughs> Nerds. I am not a goddamn Yoshi. <laughs> years before I finally saw a bridge and realized why people kept asking me to say that. <laughs> but that's smart. That's MRT smart. If you get that, eat the pretty one. Oh, wait. Damn. Shoot. I know that you go to, I know you go to Yumacon in Detroit, Michigan. I did once. Yes, did you meet Team Four Star? Yes, I've met them actually a bunch of times. How did they react to you? Oh, it was fun. Those guys, I think they're hysterical. <laughs> I'm just like, which one of you guys played me? <laughs> they're like, I did. <laughs> no, I actually met them the first time up in Vancouver where I live. They were a little convention I did there. Oh. It's like going, dude, kind of like, you guys had way more fun with that than you did. <laughs> they made it funny. <laughs> Still weird show. <laughs> You're not wrong. Somebody, I know, I know. And it's not the weirdest show I've ever done. Oh, no, it isn't. I just worked on One Piece again. It's like, that's a strange series. Because yeah. when Mike McFarlane, God bless him, gave me a call going, Scott, I know we, we can't do this often, but I, goes, I got a character I really want you to play on One Piece if you could ever get your ass down to Texas. All right, he's going, this guy is such a badass. He's such a badass that when he gets his legs cut off, he replaces them with swords. <laughs> okay, and I'm coming up with this side. And then I see the first clip, and you know, they're all over somebody's like, BAM! I'm like, what? And he goes, you know how weird anime is? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, this is one piece of weird. I went, one piece of <laughs> Now I understand. You're not wrong. Candy. Oh, my eyes! <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Oh, four star. Team. Those guys. Yes, so I did, and I think they're funny as hell. Well, now there's favorite stars. <laughs> it's become a thing now. It's like, I'm a love bridge. A bridge. A bridge series. A bridge. If <laughs> only they could have fixed evolution. <laughs> they made fun of it, though. I should hope they did. <laughs> you know what they should have done? I mean, to me, this seems like such a no-brainer. If I'm a Hollywood casting director, and I know anything about the franchise, even though I think it's pronounced Nalik. <laughs> and I go to cast the character of Piccolo. <laughs> I, I give you two things. One is Vin Diesel. And the other is a can of green spray paint. <laughs> it's done! There some doodly bloopers on his head. <laughs> That to me was like, why did nobody think of this? <laughs> Maybe it would have worked. Yeah, well, exactly. Very polite hand. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go back and do what I do at smaller things, which for me is because I'm such an idiot with names, because I know Lowell, and I'm gonna get y'all to say your name when you got a question. But I'm gonna backtrack just a touch. Violet. Violet, thank you. I got. This is Violet, everyone. I'm with you. Hi, Violet. 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 Hi,
<laughs> You're actually here in the Women's Relocation Program, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, say nothing. <laughs> so, um, um, first of all, I just wanted to say... Don't even think about all those people behind you staring at you. Thanks for bringing it up. It's just like, it's not even... Like, not even there. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Jesus. That's a better time. <laughs> Timing is everything, ladies and gentlemen. Timing in comedy. I don't want to be near the crazy guy. First off, I just wanted to say that I've been a huge fan of you ever since I got into Beast Wars. Sorry, I... I just, I've always wanted to meet you in person, and... <laughs> sorry. Hug. I'm sorry. Talk amongst yourselves, Abby and I are very You know, going well. You know, how is he played? Is he still just Dinobot but different? And then when I saw the way they animated it, 
I went, oh, dude, I would have made him such a psycho. <laughs> I really would have made him twitching and drooling. <laughs> he had the glowing red eyes and shit. That honestly probably is the only thing that I would, anything else I would tweak. I always want to make stuff better. So you wouldn't change the voice, you would just modify I would modify the performance immensely. Because he just, it just looks so weird with this. And then he's just like, you know, being the same. It's like, oh, not the time to be noble, Mr. Goddamn Shakespeare. <laughs> Dinobot knew he was going to die five episodes before I did. <laughs> you should know when your character starts quoting Hamlet. Oh, damn, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, when do I come back? Uh, you don't scrub, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm cartoon dead, right? So, no, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, but nobody does. I mean, you could, no. You're dead. <laughs> Damn. There goes a quarter of my paycheck. <laughs> you get paid by the character. Everyone else was laughing. <laughs> Mister, I'm going to do a scene by myself. Doesn't have so many people to play with now, does he? <laughs> So that is one thing that I would, the one thing that I would saw. I mean, anything else that I watch, I go, oh man, I couldn't have done that. I should have done I'm bad at the studio. Like, I will keep, I'm the one that's going, let me, let me give you that one again. Let me give it to you again. Let me give it to you again. Let's do that again. I got a better one in me somewhere. Sometimes it just made you the first time. I wouldn't mess with anything else on that show. Honestly, it was one of the few things I've done that I actually watched. All of it ain't covered the shiny part. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Patrick. This is Patrick, everyone. I'm Patrick. Hi, 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 Patrick
They've got dogs, foxes, wolves. You will be my bitch. <laughs> That's just legitimate. It's not smart. A dog is a male dog. For the record, there's no such thing as a female dog. The term is bitch. Just say it. Just <laughs> Anyway, so thank you for forcing me into swearing again. Yes, sir. Um, I'm Michael. And I'm Michael. I'm Michael. I'm Michael. I know it makes you sound bad. <laughs> 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 and my dad actually used to watch. The oh, your dad grew up watching. No, no. What? I've done that before unintentionally, just that. <laughs> it's really cool to meet you. Um, actually, like two years ago, I met Chi Chi's voice actor. Yeah. Which was really awesome. Who was well. that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, no, we were drunk at the time, so. Don't ask me things. Um, I'm not what was your absolute favorite role to do? Just top one or maybe top two? You know what? That's so, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Beast Wars was a pleasure to work on. Because I do mostly North American prelay type cartoons where the entire cast is in there. They animate to what we've done. It's a lot more fun. I'm not going to really, really lie. Anime can be a bit, or dubbing can be a bit of a drag, because you're in a small booth by yourself, watching it, you know. You don't know what's going on in the story. You only get to see the parts where your character's mouths are moving, and you're acting with somebody else's lips. And it doesn't pay as well. So you're sitting there, you know, and it can be long days, which is like, you know, and if it's DBZ, it's just, you know, your morning starts with beep, beep, beep.
So, I mean, but those shows were obviously really cool to work, but when we do stuff, we don't know if it's going to turn in. I've done so many, so many shows that probably nobody's ever heard of. Because, you know, a very small percentage of anything that any performer does actually becomes, you know, we didn't know that DBZ was going to do what DBZ did. We had no idea. You know, it's just like, I don't know, we're doing some weird Japanimation. <laughs> you know, Gundam Wing, I thought I was playing a girl. <laughs> the very first anime I ever did, Project Echo, I did. I played not one, not two, but three different ones on that show. That was my introduction to anime. <laughs> anime is weird. <laughs> Principal Kuno was fun. He was crazy. Aloha, everybody. All you kings gonna get your hairs cut now. Boy, cuts my guts. Boy, cuts my boys. <laughs> Which is the worst Hawaiian accent that's ever been. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Hawaiian accent sounds like. Um, so I, I, Beast Wars was amazing because all of the, you know, because I'd done all the He-Mans and G.I. Joes and and usually in those shows you save the world in 22 minutes and then you sell some action figures. Yeah. Whereas Beast Wars took, you know, its cue from anime and had a storyline and an arc. And which is actually what makes now doing anime quite rewarding if they're good ones. is You know, it's really story driven. It's a lot more, you know, I like just doing weird cartoony stuff. I do a lot of stuff where I don't talk. <laughs> you know, where I just get paid to make sounds. You know, it's like, I bet you have in the whole world. I do. I did a show called uh, uh, League of Super Evil. Anybody? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You're the four people that watched it? Yes. <laughs> I watched that show. I thought it was funny as hell. It was funny. It was not be tonight. World's worst supervillains. Yes. Like their idea of global domination was delaying the pizza delivery guys to get free pizza. And that was a cast of Colin Murdoch, Lee Tokar, myself, and occasionally Tabitha St. Germain. And if you want to talk about having seven or eight thousand broken people in a room at the same time, there's only actually four bodies in there. That show was fun. Because <laughs> they let us just go reboot. They let, uh, if anybody remembers Reboot. Yes. Yes. Slash, they would let Gary and I just, basically everything you ever heard Hack and Slash do was us improving. Because there would be something scripted. We were recorded as scripted. They went, okay. Just open up both mics and let us go. So shows like that are fun to work on. As far as, you know, like I, I've got a real kick out of being a real old man. You have no idea. That's the stuff I grew up with. Um, uh, I got to be Foghorn Leghorn on Baby Looney Tunes. <laughs> they didn't lie, you know, the greatest voice actor I think that's ever lived on this planet was Snow Black. So getting to step into those shoes was fun. <laughs> Sometimes there's one that just paid a stupid amount of money. <laughs> I said this word, these words, once, and they used the audition. They went, I'll listen to the singer in the song. It's like, you know, right at the end of the song, just piped and went to line. Okay. Coffee me. From this name. <laughs> I could have bought a house with that. <laughs> and other ones you spent, you know, nine years working on. And I went, not quite right yet. <laughs> but anything that's kind of creative, I like playing weird characters. You know, it's very rare. You know, they said with, with, when I got uh, Silver Bowl, they were like, just use your own voice. And I'm like, well, what is that? <laughs> this ain't my real voice. I'm not from this country. <laughs> South. From the south. The deep south. I'll come from the land where everything's a question. Yeah, so people go, you never get the chance to use your own, you know, native speaking time. It's not out. Because it freak a lot of people out. 
Although Jetfire, for some weird reason on Transformers Armada, and Energon, when they decided to make him Australian, they got another actor. <laughs> Not one of my favorite roles. Um, you know, and the stuff is really weird and really out there. I love it when people go, that was you. Because, you know, people will often come up and go like, oh my god, I hear your voice and everything, and I know your voice and everything. And it's, you know, because there's some stuff, in anime it tends to be, you know, if you're playing a human of a certain age, it's going to sound. But when people go, I can't believe that was you. That to me as a voice actor is what kind of how I approach it. I had an engineer once in Vancouver, just said uh, we were doing a show. And this was way back. This is when your grandfather was growing up. <laughs> um, called King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Yes! yes. You, really? Love it! <laughs> Eric, you're a strange man, I'm just saying. <laughs> so I played eight of the main characters on that show. Because <laughs> originally it was four, and then one of the actors had to leave because. And so, you know, I, I'm, we're polyphonic prostitutes. We will make sounds for money, and everybody in my industry that I work with is the best mimics in the world. Somebody walks into the studio with a brand new voice, this whole thing, within three seconds, everybody in the room can do it. And so I was like, okay, this guy's no longer in the town. Can you do? It's like, boom, 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 done. But I had uh, the engineer talk, and he goes, Scott, you know what? And he actually does talk like this. You're the only guy that <clears throat> every now and then. I have to look up to see who it is. <laughs> the only other cooler thing in that for my entire career is that I am now officially a real life Cards Against Humanity card. I've been, you know, Pez dispensers, but I have an actual Cards Against Humanity. Which one? I'm right up there with Hitler and Coker. <laughs> I thought the mask was going to laugh at that one. <laughs> the body language is still just... Okay. Just let me know. Just what? You're just... I'm just letting you're just, you know. You're just letting me... Killed my joke. <laughs> um, so we're gonna okay. I'm gonna make sure that every question that is in here gets answered. So when we get to around, eh, let me know. Just oh, eh, no, not eh, eh, eh. Oh, bye. bye. We'll miss you. Bye. You look lovely. Always be nice to people who are heavily armed with 50 mil weapons. Because <laughs> they look, they just come from Russian front from some place. They don't know from this. That's Vidanin. When I think of you, I will think well. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will get to because I just I can go last. I can go last. You better have a good one. <laughs> yes, sir. In the booth. Uh, hello, my name's John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. John, thank you, thank you very much. Um, a, I'm happy that you're back. You're actually um, part of one of my favorite indie game memories I ever had. Um, you swore you were never gonna tell that story. <laughs> But anyway, um, one evening, um, I think you and Matt Greenfield, because I think he was the other dads from ADB, which you were in the hallway talking to each other because I think you both just had a, like a cigarette break, and we ran into each we ran into you with like a bunch of other people, and you just kind of started doing like an impromptu. Um, Panel, basically. That's about often how it works. <laughs> and Tristan McGavery got involved too. He was the original voice of Begin to a Card. For those yeah, well, I've seen Tristan in years. Yeah. 
And so, you know, that was pretty fun because they had to move us into one of the actual panel rooms. Yeah. You can't be in the hallway. <laughs> Get out here, we'll shoot you. <laughs> I know it's like two in the morning and everything, but you know, you need to get out of the hallway. But my question is, like, um, which people do you still like keep in contact with, like, you know, on a friendly monitor? Uh, are you referring to, <coughs> excuse me, to to other actors or? Yeah, just other actors, other ADR guys. Um, you know what? I mean, in Vancouver, it's a lot, I work with a lot of the same people over and over again on a lot of the same things. So, you know, we don't tend to. That's not true. We actually do sometimes tend to go out for drinks. Those must have drink. Um, you know, so it's it's a fairly small world of you know the voice acting community in any city. So yeah, we hang out like crazy. There's people that I look forward to seeing. Just you know, one of the reasons that I do conventions is I get to see friends. I was all alone going, oh my god, I haven't seen Towson in years. You know, that's kind of my friend circuit too, because that way you know I get a connection with a lot of the LA guys, a lot of the Texans. You know, otherwise we're working in different worlds, so we don't get to see each other too often. That's one of the bad parts. I mean, conventions are my social. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just curled up in a small fetal position, rocking back and forth, playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> My neighbors think I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> it's really awesome. Vancouver is a very expensive city, and I live in a very nice house, which I own, and I have some interesting toys, which I own, and I look a little peculiar, which I own. <laughs> Sometimes I got a beard down in my stomach and stuff. And I keep very strange hours. <laughs> and sometimes they hear the weirdest noises coming from my house. <laughs> and yet they go, I think he lives alone. <laughs> Kids ball comes into my yard, it stays there. <laughs> I have done an old man McNeil. Like, holy crap, I hear he eats babies. <laughs> I have a studio in my house too, and that's where I practice a lot. So, and the best part is going, ha, ha, I'm a children's entertainer. <laughs> I look in the window and the kids are watching My Little Ponies. I'm like, <laughs> but the best thing is that no one messes with my stuff. <laughs> I'll steal Harley sitting on the street. Room. Like, Do not steal that guy's bike, man. He's crazy. <laughs> He's cray cray. <laughs> I leave my door unlocked. <laughs> I just get rid of the raccoons that keep eating my peppers. <laughs> raccoons are not supposed to eat peppers, just for the record. For those of you interested in either from a botanical or a zoological observation. I know. It's like the way to get rid of raccoons is to put down capsaicin, you know, a little cayenne pepper. Boom. All of my screaming hot insanity peppers. It was like, as soon as they get ripe, they just go. Yeah, not bad, bro. I bet hotter. Yes. What were you like as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've known a few aspiring voice actors, and it's always a certain point where they start driving you insane because they won't stop doing all the voices. Well, yeah. We're not normal. Well, like, I said, I mean, like, really good voice actors are not like No, people. that's exactly what it was. It's like, as a kid, could, did you settle on something for a long period of time, perfecting it, or did you just kind of jump around? No, it's the way I work right now. I, I'm you way too... I didn't get the age part of the ADD. My brother did, but... Yeah, and I was actually... I mean, it's strange, because I'm, I'm... And still am, actually. Very, you know, kind of introspective and shy and bookish. And, but that's when you create all these other people. 
and have lives. So did you internalize the voices first before you ever did it out loud, or did it just kind I, of explode I think they were just out there. of you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say, if I don't let this stuff out, it'll turn into cancer. It's just, <laughs> I've had fully fledged characters just suddenly pop out of my mind. It's like, you know, the whole character, not just a voice. I don't try to deal with voices ever. I always try to deal with characters. And you just go, I don't know where they came from. Suddenly, like this, I'll just be this person. I'm like, I have no idea where she just arrived from in this universe. I didn't know she was in the box. <laughs> the trick is trying to get them all out and figure out which one's me. Yeah, I'm a weird kid. You know, weird artist, creative, strange. One of us. One of us. Of the high of us. Of us. Of us. Oh, yeah. The only difference is the place we're sitting right now. Trust me on this. We are the cult. Remember the interesting gas from the beginning? <laughs> the one that wiped out your basic personality? What? Yes. Soon you'll hear the voices too. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, my name's Anthony. Hi, Anthony. And I'm going to have, we're sort of starting to accelerate towards. So let's finish this off and. Uh, now, of the two dramatic roles that I specifically know you were, Duo Maxwell and uh, Von Hohenheim, your opinions on those characters, and you've spoken about them before. Duo was the cool 15-year-old that I wish I was when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was a chick when we went into Star Wars. <laughs> no that was the first time I'd seen the pictures, and I'm like, I thought I was playing a dude. It's like, that is a dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that's a chick. No, that's a dude, man. No, that's a chick. No, that's a dude. <laughs> so, Sure, <laughs> so I had a lot of fun with you. Uh, Hohenheim was weird because again, that was that was McFarland calling me up and saying, you know what, we'd really like to you to uh, illegally smuggle yourself into Texas <laughs> and work under the table. But uh, just well, yeah, and that was Coke's going because knowing you know the franchise that that uh, that Alchemist is, and plus it was like he was a really because most of the characters I play are kind of cry cry. <laughs> if you notice, still a cartoon yes. sometimes. And Hohenheim was very. Like as close as you will ever get in cartoons to this, just all the honest. But what a dick of a dad! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the ultimate deadbeat dad. Four years, no child support. Drag in his mouth. And then it gets worse in Brotherhood. Yeah, well, that's, that's Swayze's problem, not mine. Yeah, that's Swayze's problem. <laughs> yes. Uh, hi, Ethan. Hi, Ethan. <laughs> hi, welcome to puberty. <laughs> type of game, I mean, people ask this a lot, a lot of times, you know, like, I know the stuff they do at Texas, a lot of them, you know, you're, you're, it's some, it's just that, you know, like, the soldiers dying in battle kind of stuff, that can be four days of just, you know, ah, ah, you know, even, you know, from Worms, all that, you know, from the Imperium, that's one type of stuff, and that's, I ain't gonna lie, that shit's a drag, because <laughs> you're just sitting in there screaming your ass off for, like, hours and hours, and with no real meaning, it's just like, you know, I'll give you one, two, three versions of this line, and you just go. You know, some are more. So those, that's not. Uh, you know, I was the uh, dungeon master in D and D online, and those were kind of. But the same thing. You just basically give you know three, and I'll just keep going until somebody says that sucked, or I stop and go. The way that you know, let me give you a better version of it. But you know, more of the cinematic stuff, like games that I play that I think you know have been like. Uh, it's always going to come to Detroit Baker now. 
Um, but you know that new state where it is, everything is mo-capped, and every performance, every nuance that you get is from the actor, and they're they're do it's cinematic. They are doing cinema acting, so they're not sitting in a room going. You know, it's the sound of a grenade blowing your right leg off. <laughs> when I first started doing anime, I was like, okay, we need to use the, the sound of your head being cut off. <laughs> Which would be, oh shit. <laughs> so, you know, it's a broad spectrum. It's like saying, you know, what kind of, you know, what music is rock and roll? Well, what genre? So, uh, you know, when it's good, and, and I love when voice acting is good in a game because it's a gamer, it just makes the game sore. And if it sucks, it makes me sore. <laughs> I just wrote that one. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, 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 you know, uh, what is that, Last of Us? Jesus, you know, what an amazing journey. And again, keep trying. Um, you know, so that's a completely different style, and that's what I'm hoping for more and more. But it's going to be, it depends on the genre of the game. Sometimes you just get a stack of script pages this long, and you're just in there, and I just go, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Okay, who has a question? Put your hand in the air. Three, two, one. Those hands are locked in the air. We're gonna go into what I call lightning round, although honestly, there's not that many hands in the air because we've only got about 20 seconds left. So we're gonna ask very quick questions and I'm gonna give you very fast answers. Starting with you, sir. Eh, sorry, too late. <laughs> John. If you could do a character that someone else did the role for, who would have been? Every single character that I didn't get hired for to play. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm a polyclonic prostitute. Remember, I get paid for this shit. Uh, it's no secret I love the brain from Pinky and the Brain, but I would play them differently, so I'm part of my plan to take over the world. Uh, yes? All right, um, as Ali Al Sachez from Gundam Double O, what would you do for Klondike Bar? As <laughs> Ali Al Sachez from Gundam Double O, if I wanted a Klondike Bar, I would simply kill him. <laughs> he was fun. I'm not gonna lie about that because he was a real sociopath. He wasn't a villain. <laughs> he was a bad person. Sometimes <laughs> we get to do those. I did a web thing for uh, Marvel. It was actually in the, the X-Men year the Wolverine universe, which is weird having somebody else play Wolverine. But I play a character called Dreadnought, and that shit was dark. Dark. Really dark. Okay, there's a princess in the room, and I've been using bad words. Somebody hit me. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, whatever. No, I was wearing the cowboy hat before they did it. I think they copied it for me. Here's the thing about Wolverine. He's been played by Australians, by Canadians, by occasional Americans. I did not know he was Canadian. <laughs> but Stanley was up in the king going, Scott, you've got to lose some of your twang. And I'm like, what? <laughs> spent years learning how to do this. Now, I have spent, as a Canadian, spent plenty of time in northern Alberta shooting and stuff. And, yeah, you want the real Wolverine? And this voice does exist. You just got to go to the northern parts of Alberta, Saskatchewan. And that's where he's from. So Wolverine is not walking around going, don't make me get a Canadian on your ass. <laughs> You give him one drink of rye whiskey, Canadian whiskey will turn any Canadian into a hockey fight. <laughs> I'll frickin' pound you, right? You frick, I seen you coming, man. I'll frickin' pound you right here, right? I'll frickin' pound you, man. Schnip. Hey. <laughs> That's the real woman. You saw it here. 
first or second or third. All right, there was another hand. Look, it worked out, Lowell. I think you are the very last question. This yes. better be cut. All right, it'll be good. Everybody turn and stare at Lowell. First off, I'm surprised no one brought up you being in Johnny Test or in Conan. I am shocked. Conan was 175,000 years ago. <laughs> Johnny but, Test uh, is a little more current. That is true. Now, I did hear that you're a huge fan of Paul Freese, which I respect because he's one of my favorite voice actors. Yeah. My one question and my second question is after that one. How has he inspired you? You know what, uh, I've told this story before, and I'll try to make this quick, because it's true. The reason, the moment that I knew I wanted to be a voice actor, and I wasn't just a psychopath, well, I, mean, <laughs> uh, I was obsessed with Disneyland, with, with uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates, specifically when I was 12 years old. After like six months of blackmail, emotional or otherwise, I finally got my dad to take us down. <laughs> I'm in the Haunted Mansion. Paul Freese, for those who don't know, is, you know, one of the things that most people know him for is, you know, he's the... Welcome, foolish mortals. This whole, you know, this beautiful, rumbling, stentorian voice that you hear as you go through the mansion. When I found out that he was also the Pillsbury Doughboy, <laughs> and if you look at Christmas specials like all of the the, the Rankin Bass ones, he was Heatmeister. But you know, you you you've heard his voice a million times, and he had a golden voice and could play anything. And I went, want to do that? What about his Boris Badenov? Boris Badenov from Rocky and Bullwinkle. What about Moose and Squirrel? I got to work with June Ferrer. Oh, nice. She's like 135. And, she's still, and still does Judy still, Jensen. She still works. <laughs> and she was, you know, she was the voice of every single female character in Warner Brothers. So, I mean, that was the stuff. Those were my inspirations. Those are the people I grew up with. Most people think, you know, Mel Blanc, Dawes Butler. I was never a real Hannibal Barra fan. So, you know, he was bullying. He was that. Anyway, I'm rambling. But Paul Fries was the man. He was. And then my last final question. Usually during closing ceremonies at past NDKs that two you were at, you usually do the infamous duo Maxwell scream when they blow up that side. Will you ever do that again? I you know what? Please They created a character for me at MatsuriCon Columbus, Ohio this year. Called Picogamax. <laughs> Amalgamation of Piccolo, Koga, and Duo Maxima. So I went, hmm. Because there are three things that I am asked to scream. <laughs> one comes from one character, one comes from the other, and one comes from Duo Maxima. And I haven't done the straight up scream for a while. But I will give you Piccolo in your rarefied atmosphere. <laughs> Special beam cargo <laughs> If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.